Welcome. This is New Taku, where we talk about things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast or email us questions at NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. My name is Jim. My name is Frank. Happy Labor Day in America, Frank. Yeah, I know. Are you excited? Are you excited not to be working? Yeah, I, I'm on recovery, so I'm not working all week, so that's pretty good. Oh, why are you recovering? What's, what's going on? Laser beams in my legs. I had to get rid of some beans. Oh, that sounds very anime. Laser beams in your legs. It'd be a lot cooler if it was like that. Yeah. The room I was in, though, looked like, because it was kind of dark, mm. looked like Resident Evil. Like I, I was waiting for a liquor to come crawling <laughs> you're out. You're waiting for them to come bursting down the door, and then you're like, I have to go back Friday and get more zapped. Oof. Good times. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're getting taken care of. That's that's what matters, right? I went unsedated. Oh. Because I'm tough as shit. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. Sweet. You were like, check out these muscles. I don't I'm need that. I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because I didn't notice it until they like did the procedure. Yeah. Like, one of my legs is like completely flabby compared to the other one. Really? Because of this you, leg. Because of my all these veins in it that have to come out. So what? You like... So you lean on the one, and then that yeah. you got all muscular on that. Yeah, I got a beefy ass cool. leg on the right hand side. <laughs> Did they at least give you like a uh, a piece of wood for you to like bite down on? Because that would be very masculine. No, they. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> they were I, they were probably being nice, but I didn't say anything or do anything the whole time. They're like, "You all right up there?" I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, you're like, "I'm fine." Whatever. Well, the last guy was wouldn't shut the hell up. I was like, "Well, I'm a contrast." Yeah. Like, cool. All right. How was your week? My week was fine. Finally finished moving in. Got a new laptop. Been playing Very Magic nice. the Gathering. Very Arena. nice. Uh-huh. That's pretty much been my whole week. Cool. Um, oh, and I've been watching uh, slash catching up on My Hero Academia. Yeah. Yeah. New trailer showed up. Did you yeah. catch it? I did not yet because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I stopped about like almost towards the end of the second season. Oh, so you don't want to. So I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. So that's like part of what I'm doing now is sort of catching up and um you know, getting ready for that. So yeah, I didn't want to, uh, didn't want to spoil anything. It's no. good though. Have you, you no, have seen some? more of my hero? Academia. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot how good the first like couple episodes are of that That's show. So yeah. It's so good. I was like, Oh yes. And then it, it, it uh, allowed me to, uh, catapult myself through the first season. Like, uh, yeah, I think a day. It, that's the same thing when I first watched it. Cause I caught up in season two was on the air when, mm. so I went back and I watched season one and the first episode is like, Okay, good story. Right. But then yeah, cool. it's like, as soon as they get to that, like, I guess the third episode where he's doing the training, he's dragging the trash off. The, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm in. You're this like, is great. Sign me up. And it's so well animated, too. It's a great show. Yeah, definitely. How was uh, your week beyond the uh, beyond the medical stuff? Uh, pretty easy. Went down to visit my father for his birthday yesterday. Made oh, that's f- nice. Made fun of his garage for... My father kind of... I don't know. I'm sure everybody's father does this. They just take stuff and stuff. They hoard it? Hoard it, yeah. kind of. So he's got, like, license plates hanging from the wall. 
Are they at least his? At some point. But I know he's only had like four, three, four cars. So what is all this crap? The license plate thing. I I guess I can kind of get that though. But it's not like decorative. Like he's got them up there like keys. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're like stacked on top of each other on a hook. It's like, what what are you going to use it? Does he also have like a bin of batteries? Because, you know, I know they're difficult to get rid of it. uh, I'm a battery guy that holds on to them because I'm going to one day take them to Best Buy and throw them out. No way. Get out of here. I do. I hold on to them. I got them in a Ziploc bag. (laughs) And they're all dead? Yeah, they're all dead. Oh, man. But the thing is that when do you ever go? And be like, today's the day I'm going to Best Buy. Yeah. No. Best Buy is usually one of those, oh, something broke, I have to go. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse uh, me. So, the, yeah, and then what do you do? You show up? I feel like that's like, a, you look crazy. No, they like, have a bin. You just drop them off. Oh, uh, okay. So, they got a bin for like, use cell phones, blah, blah. Because how bat- terrible batteries. would that be for those employees that have to deal with the people that are like, here's my batteries. And you're like, you're like okay, oh, hey, man. <laughs> would you like a receipt, pal? <laughs> Captain Recycling Battery Trading Program. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. I, I mean, one day. Yeah, one day. You know, I'll, I'll have a suitcase full of them. Ooh. I uh, started watching The Dark Crystal. Yeah, on Netflix. Halfway through that. Did you like it? That's awesome. Why wow, you watched the whole thing? No, I actually hate The Dark Crystal. Oh, uh, okay. Well. I mean. <laughs> So I should not not everybody's perfect. No, no, no. I I should say I don't hate the dark crystal specifically. I am not a Muppets guy. Oh my God. We have a big problem. Okay. I am a huge Muppets. Oh wow. All right. They can do no wrong. Yeah. I even like Elmo. Oh, okay. So even the Sesame. Oh yeah. I love the Muppets. Anything Henson properties. I love. See, I'm the, um, Absolute opposite. opposite. Yeah, I don't Muppets. I don't know why. I think it's because like because you're not a Disney person, right? So it was always yeah, kind I mean, of I, like I'm not a Disney person, but I'm not not a Disney right. person. I feel like you're a lot of times it goes one or the other. What like Star Wars and Star Trek? Yeah, like it's almost like so. that. Well, I disagree. I don't like Muppets. That's okay, that's, okay. Yeah, it seems like you're trying to justify. It. It's okay not to like them. No, I don't know what it is. It's like something about uh, I, I, I guess the way they move. I don't like puppets. I One think. of my favorite fictional characters of all time yeah. is Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. So uh, a, a Sesame Street character. Yes, wow. it's a Muppet. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, to each their own, I guess. And I got halfway through it uh, last night, but uh, wifey keeps falling asleep. So you have to. So I have to keep. You have uh, to keep going back. Yeah. But anyway, I love the Dark Crystal, and I recommend it to anyone who enjoys fun things on Lake Frank. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll uh, I'll check it out though. Oh, and recommendation: you don't need to watch the original film to watch this. It's a prequel. That's so, what I was just gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's before everything that happens in the original film. So if you haven't seen the original film, or in my brother's case, he hasn't seen it since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Me, I've watched it hundreds of times. Um, I told him I was like, you just jump in. And at no point is it like things happen that reference the future and they leave you hanging like, don't, don't, this is right. important. They're like, like they don't do that, yeah. which is smart. You know what I mean? If you're getting a new audience. Is the film on Netflix? Too? It is. Both, oh, both are on okay. Netflix. So you can get the whole story. Yeah. Go it's, all kind of, it's great. It, I am. I love Skeksis. They're so cool. Yeah. It's just crazy. There's three people controlling that thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely the artistry behind it is impressive. Yeah, like character design, monster design. Right, yeah. yeah. Like some people would get it, you know, and some people won't, and they'll be wrong. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Who would have thought that the the one thing that we really strongly disagree this on is, is Henson? Is Henson, yeah. yeah. Henson. Henson and Vikings. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, well. We'll yeah. talk about that. Sometimes people weeks. are right, and sometimes people are wrong. Or, you know, you know it's oh, all okay. subjective. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, okay. this week's our news at... Uh, <laughs> 
News that show. We're not going to start arguing about yeah. Lakers again. I'm over that. <laughs> okay. Teach your zone. Well, let's go. Uh, the, uh, yeah, it's our news episode. So we're going to talk about the stuff that happened in the last month. Uh, one big thing that happened this weekend was Crunchyroll Expo. So that happened in California. Is that like the now, because, you know, they have Anime Expo. Is, that, is like Crunchyroll Expo trying to be the second biggest or they're trying to make yeah, themselves I mean, kind I th- of? Yeah, it's, they come out with a lot of their premieres. Plus a plus a pr- premiere that they <laughs> that wasn't even on isn't even on their network. But so, so we'll that's what I was just about to second. say. Yeah. yeah. So, but it is primarily, I guess, just a promotional thing for it's, them. Yeah, and they bring guests in and stuff like that. And yeah. I know they did a big thing with. Um, they have this like animated character that's like represents their company. She's Uh-oh. like an idol. I mean, it makes sense. And they did a bunch of events around her, which is just like I don't. It's Crunchyroll a Japanese company? Because no, I know that's no, a big... I think it's okay. in the United States, no. Because I know that's a big like Japanese thing for every company to end city and everything has like a mascot. No, I, I think they understand their fan base, though. It's like, yeah, we'll emulate what Japanese companies do because it's what our fan base want, you know? Mm. So anyway, they did, they did a bunch of premieres. They premiered... Uh, I'll go through some of them. Well, I'll go through all of the ones that we should care about, I guess. Okay. Or the ones couple, of note, anyway. Yeah, the ones of note. Uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes um, sequel is coming, which you're watching now, right, Frank? Yeah, I've only watched the first episode. Though. That's okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's called uh, Die Nue These. I'm assuming that's German. Late summer, early fall, it's coming out. So that's uh, of 2019. Wait, so in two weeks? I just realized that it's in two. Yeah, it so it's coming like out a- soon. Oh, well, okay. I'm excited for that. Now. <laughs> Some of these, that's what I was trying to figure out. I for a second there, I was like, I, yeah, I assumed right. it was 2020 when I wrote it down, and I because I was doing it late the other day, and I was just like, oh. The dates on some of these are really strange. Yeah. yeah. So they're just like plopping this in the middle, or I guess towards the tail end of the season. It's not even like going to be a part of I guess. fall, I guess. I don't Maybe know. it is. The trailer is really intense, though. It's yeah. a bunch of laser beams being laser fired. Beams. And so then, many laser beams <laughs> in that show. So many ships, so many laser beams, so much peripheral death that we yeah. are not supposed to care about. You just don't, yeah, ships are just blowing up, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, wow. All right. Yeah, I don't know if they, like, the original, uh, no, I'm not going to talk about okay. it. Okay. Well, I'll let you watch it first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somali in the Forest Spirit is another show. Uh, January 2020. Looks like a fantasy show. This one looks like uh, it's it's going to make you cry. Yes, this is definitely a tearjerker. <laughs> she goes. Yeah. Uh, the Island of Giant Insects, which we've mentioned before. Yes. No date announced yet. It's, uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, uh, yeah. It's... But it's like ooh, horror, body horror creepiness yeah it could only really go one way or the other right like yeah. a 50s can't be sci-fi thing yeah. or like intense horror where you're like oh my god yeah i i was reading the manga for a little bit and um it's pretty gross yeah yeah even for a manga like i was like oh i can't do this anymore i think it'll be perfect because it's supposed to be a movie right i think Isn't the that? initial couple episodes are a movie i forget there's okay. a specific about it but they're gonna do i think they're doing a series of it mm. yeah it's gonna be like an ova maybe Damn, I should have looked into this. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's getting some sort of, at least what I had read, yeah. I think it is supposed to be, it is getting some theatrical release. Now, how that is going about, I'm not entirely too sure. But right. Yeah. looks interesting enough to check out. Yeah, we'll get it up to another one later on that doesn't really mention specifically what it is, but they say screening in it. Mm-hmm. So it could be a movie. It could be because it's... Especially you know, in the U.S. You know, yeah, we like, don't know. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, Black Fox. We talked about that before. That's the ninja action family death revenge show. Cyberpunk esque. Yes. Thing. Yes. Dead, like Tokyo ish future, but ninjas. Uh, that's to be determined the date. 
didn't I say my abilities average? Didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life? Guess what kind of show that is? I don't know. Tell me, Jim. What kind of show is that? (laughs) Yeah. So so that's the that's the start of the the Isekai. We got we got a bunch of them. (laughs) Uh, to be determined on that one. We don't know what the date is. So, uh, this is what drives me wild, though, yeah. right? So they're in the States, and they're they're promoting this thing, and all these shows are more or less on their service. But then they... Because they, I'm sure, uh, you know, in Japan they have the dates. So why, why is it such a... It must be... It must be a clearance issue and right. subtitles. I don't know. They do subtitles instantaneously. Unless they have the subtitles already done when they release these shows for an American audience. But a lot of times, isn't it almost the same date? It's yeah. Like, so I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Oh, well, uh, a little nitpicky, but yeah. yeah. Inspector as in I N dash specter, which I think is going to be about a guy who's <laughs> looking into supernatural stuff. Described as a supernatural drama. Oh, he mm-hmm. sounds like a detective. Who, yeah, that's like, yes. <laughs> it's just body parts are have been replaced by gadgets. Or dun 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 dun. Ascendance of a bookworm. Also, no date. Uh, it's also an isekai. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the other way around, where the bookworm gets transported to. So we're going like slime territory. Oh, okay. The bookworm gets transported into a another dimension in a book into a medieval dimension that does not have books. Yes. That's so, yes. That's we, how's he going to eat and learn? <laughs> I have no idea. Is it a literal exactly. bookworm? A literal. No, it's no, just it's a human being. It's a human Damn. Being. <laughs> that would be probably a little bit more interesting. It's a moth. Yeah. It's just a, it wants to feast on the books. It's going to be a rough one. <laughs> how about, how about this one? Guess what? Guess what? This is genre. Uh, um, High school prodigies have it easy. Even in another world, uh, is it a sh- is it a shonen? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I'm not ragging on Isakai's. They, no, they're, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. There's just Me and you so, both watch there's them. so there's many just... of them, and it's so predictable. Yeah, not only that, but especially when like it's like, hey, Crunchyroll, and they don't, you know, they only have a select amount that comes over here, and you're like, cool, half your offerings of the season are Isakai. Yeah, like, great. So I can I can watch right. either one or none or all. <laughs> More than likely, what'll happen is I'll get convinced to re- to watch one and watch half of it and be like, "This is cool," and then just drop off. What's our Isakai this year? Um, what is the one that we? Oh, is it a Graham Graham Bell? No, Graham Bell is more. What was the one? Uh, Dark Magic Girl. Damn. No, I think it's not sticking with me. So, oh, we were watching. Oh, I was watching. Uh, Do you love your mom? Yeah, I was. And I was watching did Isakai you, Cheat Magician. Did you uh, did you give up on that? I, I fell off on everything yeah. except for the only thing I'm watching is uh, Are You Lost? It's the only show I'm still watching. But uh, it's easy because it's 15 minutes. Right. And really dumb. Yeah. So. so it's just in and out. Yeah. Anyway, back to the list. Radiant Season 2. I guess Season 1 was good enough to make Season 2, but I haven't watched it. So I will say that I watched the trailer for the second season and that in, in the comment section, as I like to sometimes go, people were like, this is going to be one of those anime where people say it's underrated in six months. What does that even mean? I don't know. What the, I don't know. Okay. So I guess there you go. That's from random internet commenter. <laughs> okay, there we go. I guess we have to watch Radiant Season 1 because it's season, cause it's this good. guy said so. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be part of the people that are... are Jumping on the bandwagon. No, no, no. Definitely not. No. Welcome to Demon School, Iruma-kun. So, is it is a guy? I don't oh, think so. I don't think, I think it it's is fantasy. Either. I think Woo! we got a fantasy there. Awesome. Yeah. And then last but not least, 
at least for the premieres that we're getting or it's uh the rising of the shield hero has been named for two more seasons that is an isekai that is definitely an isekai (laughs) also you know looking into it i found out that um it's not necessarily excuse me not necessarily that popular in japan really it's popular in the united states got it two more seasons this is just what I was talking about. Uh, this is the one where I had watched almost all the episodes and then just stopped. I just yeah. didn't care anymore. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Maybe I'll pick it back up. Now it's getting two more seasons, but uh, I don't know. That's a lot. Of, that's a, a lot, lot of TV. It's a lot of TV just to be like, am I into this? Yeah. And then three seasons in, I'm like, I guess. Yeah. I'll tell you, if it helped you at all, I'm not going to start watching it. So Okay, well, I mean, yeah. Then yeah since my, we're going to be watching other shows. Outside of the podcast, my yeah anime has to be pretty selective. All right, did I forget anything? No, I think that's it. Oh, I think I did. Oh, human. Crunchyroll had a Junji Ito exhibit. Featuring Ito son himself. Mm. He was signing pictures of his cats that's, that he was drawing. That's awesome. And then Toonami announced a four part miniseries adapting Uzumaki. Which is amazing. Which is holy shit. If you haven't seen this trailer, go right now. Pause. Pause this. Go watch it. This is one of the only times you're probably going to be told to walk away from yeah. this podcast. It's like, I don't know, now, a minute and a half. Yeah. It's atmospheric. It's creepy. It's everything I want Uzumaki to be. I got goosebumps. I'm getting it talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, and but so the weird thing outside of that though is he was there, and then I guess in almost promoting that, but it wasn't for Crunchyroll. Was that premiere? It's on Toonami. Yeah, yeah. So so he was. They brought him in for a Junji Ito exhibit, and then he promoted a show on another channel. He seems like the type of guy though that has enough power to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. I'll be at your Crunchyroll thing, but then we're and doing- I'll sign silly things and I'll draw cats for right. people. But we have to promote my show on another network. <laughs> on another network, and they're like, ah, I mean, okay. I mean, it might work out for Crunchyroll. Maybe they'll stream it anyway after it already airs. Yeah, I mean, that might be that might be yeah. the case. They seem to get everything that everybody else has eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for it. And yeah, it's being directed by Hiroshi Naghama, and if you're not familiar with him, he did Mushi Shi which you should check out at least the first episode mm-hmm. just to get an idea of what he's done. It was a really good show. It's about spirits and a, the, like a hunter of spirits, very dreamy looking. So uh, the music's right done in. by Colin Stetson. Who's that? He did the music for Hereditary. Oh, okay. So if you want to think of, he's sure. like a saxophonist. He's Canadian saxophonist, I believe. And he did the background music for Hereditary, hmm. which is pretty creepy in and yeah. of itself. It's one of the best parts of that movie, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that's a, so an uh, interesting lineup. Yeah. I feel like. And Go ahead. it's in black and white. Yes, it's in black and white. Which is. It looks like it's page. People are divided about, apparently. Uh, well, you know. As, as the internet does. You haven't seen it, Steve. You saw a minute and a half and you've already. <laughs> and people have already decided whether or not it's good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. There are other adaptations of Junji Ito. Um, there's live action. There's a live action Uzumaki. See, I haven't seen any of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're not great. If only because of that. Your yeah. your reaction right there mm-hmm. is pretty much what even like people I know I've asked them about it and it was the same exact thing. Like yeah, it was like internet. Could, I keep cutting you off, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, it's um a situation where it's like I was so excited to see it and then when I watched it I was like, mm-hmm. like okay. It's okay. Yeah. So this is hopefully gonna be the, the crown jewel yeah. in the otherwise mediocre pile. And Crunchyroll has Junjiito collection, which I watch a few of those, but they're mostly comedic. Mm-hmm. A comedic take on his, and it's color, but it's his art style. And it looks a little different. Uh, Tomei, there's a live action film of that. There's an anime of Gyo, I believe, which is not very good. 
I think I've watched that. I've read Gyo and I loved it, but I've never, I, I watched a couple of clips from it and I was just like, eh, this isn't really doing it for me. So is that like a translation thing? You think he's just one of those? I don't know. I think that if you stick to his art style and make it black and white and creepy, just mm-hmm. the way he shades and everything and his lines and everything, like I think it just looks better in manga form. Yeah. It definitely stands out on its own outside of like the pot. If you have a pile of manga, like it's, definitely very uh very particular style and it, it might be hard to just do it i don't know we'll yeah. see and they also um the way he does his stories and it works perfectly for this because it's like a four i mean in my opinion of course it's a four-part miniseries so it's so short mm-hmm. his stories in his books and i have the compendium of of uzumaki it revolves around this town who's obsessed with spirals um but it's not a linear storyline really it's just like like all these individual stories that tie into this town. Yeah. To the overall arc, which is just the town being crazy. Right. It's the overall theme for an anthology series. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with Tomei. It's or Tomei. It's the same with, uh, Gyo is the only one that has like a linear storyline. He did a Frankenstein. That's awesome. He's really, cool, he's amazing. He's so good. I didn't know about the Frankenstein thing. That sounds yes. cool. I, I am very, very excited for this. And I think you should be too. Oh, I definitely am 100%. I was talking yeah. to the other people. Oh, uh, okay. The people listening. <laughs> you should be ready. Yeah, yeah, you should yeah. be ready for Uzumaki. Be ready. Be we have ready. no date, though. No. Uh, I got to imagine. I'm going to call it right now. You hear it here first. Official. It's going to be winter. Winter? Winter. You think? It'll probably, yeah. Uh, for Halloween, maybe? Yeah. Or, you know, with Toonami's weird, though, because they could do... They just drop shit out of nowhere. Yeah, they like they could just do... What's isn't their big thing like they do the April Fool's thing where they like, yeah they did that with uh, Pickle Rick right yeah they do a bunch of cool stuff like with that where they'll be like hey I forget what the one was I think they dropped like a first episode of something I know Toonami itself was like an April Fool's thing yep. that they just brought back and they didn't even announce it and people were like holy shit Toonami's back yeah and they're like so I, I know, maybe they're and their lineup's great right now yeah I'm really they push it them. so. Uh, Let's talk about Netflix for a second because I've got some problems here. Okay. I'm right. excited for this because on the notes it says Netflix rant. Okay. And it actually says in my notes, okay, Netflix rant. <laughs> okay. Netflix rant. Here we go. Okay. So Toonami, they make a big deal about the release of Uzumaki. Mm-hmm. Huge deal. Huge. They also made a big deal uh, about six months ago that uh, Shin, uh, Shinichiro Watanabe has got a new show that he's going to do. Blade Runner, he announced. He's doing a Blade Runner series. Whew. Right, they made a big deal about it. Announced Huge, it. Yeah, it makes sense. Big, big oh. deal. I had to actively search for Watanabe's Carol on Tuesday on Friday. No one would have known that this show that everybody's raving about by this amazing director, this amazing writer who did Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo. Some of, he's one of the most recognized anime creators in the United States, and I had n- no one knew except for, unless you were like paying attention when the hell this show was coming out. Yeah, no, I have to agree with you on that one because I, a lot of times I use my brother's Netflix account yeah. and some of the anime is like bled through into his account. So you think it would pop up on like a new release or hot item right. or whatever. Nothing. It was the it same has, exact thing. My account has, I, all I do is watch anime right. and, you know, Netflix originals, but my Netflix originals, it's specific. It's like, okay, I watched Glow and I watched uh, Mindhunter, uh, Mindhunter yeah. you know, like it's a specific genres or I watch horror movies or I watch science fiction. They'll tell me over and over again that I have to go watch 13 fucking reasons why. Right. Or whatever that show is called. Yeah. 
It's pushed to the top of everybody, yeah. Meanwhile, I've watched Neon Genesis Evangelion on their net, their streaming service probably 10 times since it came out. They had, There's no algorithm to tell me that this show just showed up. You would think it would be pushed right to the top, yes. It's, I don't, they have no problem calling He-Man a fucking anime, but they couldn't tell me that I need to watch this show because I watch anime. And that's a, that brings another good point, though, to that. Like, I enter the anime and they're pushing everything like this. There's hasn't not even on the uh, outside of the algorithm and the program itself. I, I haven't heard anything, read anything. No. The only reason I knew about it was because we were excited to watch it, and we had no idea when the hell it was coming out. Yeah, so I was keeping an eye on the date, keeping an eye on the date. But if I didn't know the date was coming up and I didn't actively search for it, I would have never known it was there. Yeah, it's just gone. It's unbelievable. It's stupid. Yeah, Netflix. Jesus. Another thing is you go in there and you search Netflix, and I'm not going to make this a Netflix episode, but you go in there and you search anime and Netflix, and you go through a list, and there's anime film, blah, 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 you know, and there's different genres, films, uh, series, and you go through there. It's not everything they have. Mm-mm. It's like, uh, you know, uh, three across and about five down, so 15 shows. But then if you actively search a specific show, it'll come up that's not on the list. And you're like, what is this? That's a problem in general with uh, Netflix. And I think I, it, it, they definitely push things to the top. I don't really know why. I don't know if they like things are on their way out and they don't want to push those things. But right. I agree with you. I have no idea why I can't hit genre or and say horror in every single offering that you have in that genre pops up. Right. Why can't that be a thing? I don't know. It's They don't get advertising. Like There's no advertising on their network. So no. it's not like... It's not like, like certain shows are sponsored by Goodyear, so they no. have to push that more. Does it, I mean? like, if anything, doesn't it make Goodyear? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's Coca-Cola. our official sponsor, Goodyear. <laughs> Goodyear. Oh, jeez. Does Goodyear even around anywhere? I don't, even I, know. I don't. I couldn't tell you. Goodyear. I don't know. I, Netflix. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Ugh. What are we talking about? They're hiring those people, though. They're they're, they're, they're anime, uh, yeah, anime <laughs> ambassador or whatever. Yeah, president of anime. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing was that's my my official first thing I'm going to do is take a show that's not Japanese and throw anime on it. It's going to revolutionize uh, the business. Yeah. I. Oh God. That's definitely what happened. They probably got somebody who has no. They got a marketing guy. Knowledge, yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely what we're going to do. Everything's anime It's a hot word. These are hot words we have to use. (laughs) There you go. Business business school 101. (laughs) Synergy. All right. Yeah, synergy. (laughs) All right. Let's move away from Mm. that. I got it out of my system. All right. You got the poison out of your system. You people are the only people who are going to listen. You people. I did it again. You did it again. Why do you keep doing that? The listeners are the only people that really care about this. You as well, Frank. Yeah, me. But. My wife doesn't care, so I can't yell at her about it. Yeah. Nah. Nah. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to something else. All right. So, manga. uh, I told you I was reading Beastars. Mm -hmm. Uh, The creator, Paru Itagaki, who was a woman, which I did not know. I did not know that. uh, Is writing an autobiography, and it's called Paruno Graffiti. September issue of Kadancha Publishing's Kiss Magazine is going to cover it. It's a dramatic and comedic look at her parents and her two older sisters. So. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't I know mean, a lot I, about her, so I, I just know, yeah. all my my experience with her is from B starts, and I like it. Yeah. So well, something to check out. Yeah. All right, some more fall show news. One of the shows that I think we're going to end up watching is the basketball anime Ahiro no Sora. It's going to be four cores. So does that mean two seasons? 13, 13, 13. Or, cores oh, okay. are, uh, for definition wise, we've talked about this before, but I'll remind people: a full season is twenty six episodes, mm-hmm. and it takes up usually two it two. Um, 
natural seasons, fall, winter, you know, mm-hmm. and a core is 13 episodes. So if they do have one full season, it would be two cores or when, no, they, when, when they have one full season, cores. it would be a season. Okay. So when they say, Oh, a second season of a show is coming out like they are with Ry- uh, rising of the shield hero, mm-hmm. you're going to get season two is going to come out. It's going to be 26 episodes. Oh, yeah. okay. So but when they, they say, do say core, when they say core, it's 13, it's always 13, 13 yeah. being released four yeah. times over uh, right. many times a core. So, so. they spread it, probably spread it the way they usually spread cores out. It's usually every other season. So, yeah. you know, it'd be like fall and spring. They would be out. Which I love that format. Yeah, so do I. Because you, you know. don't miss it for too long that you forget it. Yeah. You're excited for it to come back on and you're not like, oh, God, i got to go back and watch all those episodes. And they do, I feel like they do a better job of uh, kind of not having filler, too. Yeah. Because they don't have to, you know, shove all of them out at one time. Right. You can spread it out a couple and take care of story arcs during a certain amount of time. Yeah, pacing is better. I actually, I, I prefer prefer when they do that. So that'll be good. Yeah, I think that's going to work its way in as our, that would be our first sports show. I'm into it. Yeah. We haven't had one yet. It's about time. Yeah. Japanese premieres October 2nd. Uh, it's about a widow guy that plays basketball. Hmm. Whittle, whittle buddy. Whittle guy. Whittle guy playing basketball. Does he uh, Does he go against the odds? And oh, I yeah. have a feeling. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I have a feeling he might overcome. No, he overcome. gets kicked <laughs> off the team and he has to go push the broom around. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, film news. We got lots of it. Uh, Weathering with You has been submitted for the Best International Film Oscar. It's the first Japanese film in 20 years. That's good news for them. Yeah, no, definitely. No. Uh, I know that they they tried to get uh, your name in for Oscars, but they did it like either too late or they didn't did do the paperwork. They didn't dot the I's, so it ended up not being nominated. The last Japanese film to be uh, submitted was Princess Mononoke in 1998. I was going to say, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I know that the, the uh, it's the rules and stuff are, can sometimes be a big pain. And it's a big thing right now with like Netflix being considered, if you can have a movie on there and all that stuff. So I imagine internationally, it's gotta be a whole cluster or just the fact that, you know, animated films get their own category, but can't, aren't necessarily nominated for best film. Yeah. Which is, you know, some of those Pixar movies are so good. Yeah. (laughs) Like how is this worse than the thing that won? Right. (laughs) Can you? Yeah, I guess they. Yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't happen because yeah. yeah, they don't perceive animation to be true storytelling. I guess in the film business, I don't know. It's a shame. Yeah, Human Lost. We talked about this before. Uh, they're going to have U.S. screenings October twenty second with subs and October twenty third with dubs. It was a story with poor people, and he needed to get nano machines, and there's biker gangs, and then there's CGI. Yeah, lots of CGI. And it, so it's. Uh, I read that it was getting a U.S. release before the Japanese one. Yeah, which is interesting yeah. to me because it that I feel like rarely happens. It's. I think it's the first time it's ever happened. Really? Yeah, that a Japanese made for a Japanese right. audience gets a U.S. screening first. So that, that has me a little worried, though. It makes me, it makes yeah. me know. Listen, I, from the description, it just sounds like a bunch of other shows, so I don't know. If yeah, I'm because usually, you know, you get these amazing ones that come over and have a limited release in the United States, and we don't see the ones that aren't as good. So right. the reverse makes me feel like this one may not be as good, and then it goes over there before anyone's aware. <laughs> so it doesn't affect Quick, anything. hit while the iron's hot. Hurry, go. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll we'll see. I mean, the CGI looks it looks uh, it looks fine. Def, definitely looks like CGI. <laughs> uh, Funimation and Anaplex USA said Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai's film will be screened in select theaters in North America. 
I'm a big fan of the series. I've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. It's called Rascal Does Not Dream of a Dreaming Girl. It'll be available October 2nd and 3rd in the United States and 4th and 5th in Canada um, in select theaters. This trailer makes me want to go and watch the series. The series is a real easy watch. Is it? Yeah, it's 20-minute episodes, and I think there's 10 of them. Oh, that's not bad at all. And you get hooked into the characters pretty quickly just because it's, it's such a strange like mix of slice of life, school, and sci-fi. So it's uh, she transforms into an older girl at times is what I'm kind of getting. But she, you okay, got to go watch the show. That's right. absolutely a wrong interpretation of the show. So I don't want to tell you to go watch it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I got from the trailer. No, no, no. no. Go, okay. go, go watch it. Are you talking about the trailer for the film? Yeah, for the movie. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I okay. have no idea what that's about. Right. Possibly that's what it's about because I haven't seen the film yet. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the series. No, no, no. The trailer for the movie. All right. <laughs> You're like, God, Everybody Jesus else Christ, like, Frank, what are you yeah, watching no. here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm I don't know if I'm going to go to the theaters to see it, but I'll definitely see it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Crayon Shin-Chan? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's got a new film coming out. So uh, apparently he has 24 of them or something like that. I did not know yeah. that Yeah, so he's got a new one, and it's coming out during Golden Week in 2020. So, so that's one of those things that came out here and was like, okay, but I think it's like very popular over there still. I it was mean, kind it of a hit be. here, but it was still edited. Mm-hmm. And I know it's it was raunchy here, but it's pretty raunchy over there. And uh, raunchy enough to can make multiples. Make so many movies. Like, do you think then they get like yearly? It has to be yearly releases. Right? It has to be. Yeah, yeah. twenty. Yeah, wow. I mean, the art style looks easy enough to pull off that you right. can just start pumping them out. It's called Crayon Shin Chan the movie Crash, Rakuga Kingdom, and Almost Four Heroes. Ah. Okay. There you go. Maybe we'll check it out. No, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not, actually. There's a big one for me. Although I haven't seen any of these remakes because they're on, I believe, Funimation, and I don't have Funimation. Mm. Star Blazer's Space Battleship Yamato sequel is coming. Space Battleship Yamato 2020, 2002, wait, let me say that again. Space Battleship Yamato Year 2205, A New Journey, uh, is a fall 2020 release date. The previous film was... 2202 Warriors of Love. I'm already lost. Yes. Yeah. 20. So anyway, there's yeah. It's every three years. It seems like that a catastrophe happens to the Earth, and they have to hop back in the spaceship and go save the Earth. Save the Earth. It's a good way to be, you know. Yeah. Every couple of years, you get you dust off the old rust, and you go and you, you save the planet. Dust of the rust. The rust. Dust the rust. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's gamelons in it still. They were pretty cool. Space Nazis. Oh. Not cool if we call no. they're Nazis, obviously. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's but they were but they were inspired by the Nazis. Space Nazis. Space Nazis. Cool. <laughs> we don't have enough here. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Context, Jim. Uh. All right, some games that are coming out. Uh there's a Fist of the North Star Smart game coming out. Uh I don't think I'm gonna get that. No, you are. No. Don't act like you're not. Is no. it free to play? Of course. Yeah. Well, uh, so, well, I mean, yeah. free until you get to level 30 and mm-hmm. then you have to pay. So you're going to tell me that you're not going to, there's no way you're downloading it. I didn't say no way. Oh, okay. I said no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I don't I know. We'll convinced. see. We'll see. Yeah. All it takes is one trailer and somebody saying, yeah, this is cool. And I feel like you're like, eh, maybe I'll try it out. It's called Fist of the North Star Legends Revive. Ooh. Capital Vive. September 4th release worldwide. So in three days in the United States as of right now. Wow, seem to be counting down the days. Yep, pre-registration <laughs> is still available. There you go. Yep, Yakuza 7 was announced by Sega. This I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, 
Ryuga Gotoku 7, Hikari Toyami no Yokue. Translated title is Yakuza 7, The Direction of Light and Dark. The big thing with this is they are turning this into a turn-based yep. combat system. Which, of course, the internet's mad about some of it. Yeah, well, you know, the internet's mad about literally everything. I love turn-based RPGs. I do, too. Yeah. And I like the Yakuza series. My only gripe with it is that the combat would eventually get kind of boring for me. Yes, I agree with you. I was going to make that point as well. So uh, I am excited to see what they do with it. And I think he, one of the guys who's involved with it was basically like, yeah, if it doesn't work and people don't like it, well, then uh, we'll just go back to what we're doing. (laughs) Whatever. We're going to, yeah, we'll make a Yakuza 8. Right. It's definitely happening either way. Yakuza 7.5 or something like that. Yakuza... uh, negative one you know they do all, all sorts of uh numbering <laughs> my chair just squeaked it wasn't yeah. my ass yeah sure uh playstation 4 uh january 17th release in japan no date for the united states let's do it yeah let's do it i told you i didn't i didn't play yakuza but i played the fist of the north star game which, which is, is the same engine yeah and you really liked it right except for the fighting the fighting was got repetitive after a while you and really you know it was it was Fist of the North Star fighting, so you're like blowing people's heads right, out and stuff, yeah. but it was kind of like, oh god, I gotta fight somebody again. Come on, no, I just so want to drive around the car. I want to go tend the bar, bad bartend, <laughs> and I want to do all this dumb stuff. There's one where you're like, you go, you're in, I'm sure that these mirror missions that you have to do in um, uh, Yakuza as well, you have to go to the medical facility and you have to heal people, mm-hmm. but the way to heal people is to do like, uh, timing buttoned uh hip-hop songs so like a rhythm based mini game <laughs> and it's him you know all buff and angry right, looking, yeah. and he's doing like this dance and everything it's so good it's so stupid that's a, the best part about those types of games though is the ridiculous notion where like the mini games or somebody's like hey you gotta save my cat and my cat is hairless and but here's his clothes you gotta yeah. put them on put too them on. and you're like what it's great yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah. so, yeah, yeah. I think I'll be getting that. I will too. Yeah. yeah. What am I squeaking? At? I don't know. I'm sorry. That's oh, all right. I stepped on a mouse. <laughs> all right. So I guess we'll touch on this sexual misconduct stuff. Oh, if we must. If we must. If we must. So uh, a couple of times this has happened. Uh, Anime Matsuri. I think that was in April. Mm-hmm. Was, they had a problem. Or it was in June. They had a problem. Anime Matsuri is based out of Houston, Texas, and one of the organizers, this guy named John Lee allegedly uh, sexually harassed cosplay people. Cool. He offered an apology, but they told him, like, you know, we're not just not going to come to your convention anymore because him and his wife run it, I guess. He's like the, oh, okay, so he's like the top, yeah. top guy. But it's at a okay. point, I, I would imagine when these things get big enough that you can, like, get them, like, your support group just takes over. It's sure, be yeah. other people, two no. people running it. It's not two people running 30,000 per yeah. people. And the newest one is the one we we had mentioned for a minute, and this one is a little bizarre. Uh, Anime Revolution, or Annie Revo, in uh, Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, Canada. This happened in August. Uh, So they had issues with two separate men with prior convictions, with sexual harassment, criminal harassment, sexual interference, which is a thing. Sexual interference, by definition, is uh, basically sexual harassment in the United States. Okay. Yeah. So this guy whose name I'm not going to say, whatever, you can look up this story, but he basically had his mom come down with a note because he was banned. He tried to get tickets. They told him no. He came down with his mommy with a note from the doctor saying that he had autism spectrum disorder. 
What? So they let him in, and then he's following girls around again, and then people noticed him, and they're like, you know, you can't, like, they called the cops on him, and they caused this big scene. What? Yeah, it's absolutely, and, you know, I'm not doing this to, you can look up the story on your own. Um, It's absolutely bizarre, and he's got a history of it, and it's like an example of how the criminal justice system tends to fail. Mm-hmm. The women or the victims in general, maybe not women, but victims, mostly women. Sure. What, is it inherent in this con community of sexual? Is sexual harassment like in there? Is it ingrained in there? That's the thing. I I don't know. Is it? Does it have something to? I have no idea. I mean, is it like a cosplay thing? Because it seems mostly mostly cosplay. with cosplay, where these I guess these creeps obviously are yeah. just like. Oh yes, but they're like harassing these, like finding out their phone numbers and addresses. Yeah, it extends beyond the con itself a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, it's like online and all all sorts of nasty yeah. stuff. And the Annie Revo guy, uh, like, I, there's a story about him like harassing this girl who's 14. A lot of them are underage. Mm-hmm. He's in his 20s or 30s now, but at the time he was in his 20s, he's like harassing this girl and convinces her to be his boyfriend, although they'd never met. And then he, she lives in Central America, and he flies down there, and the dad says it's okay because he met him before, and she's like, "Get the hell out of my house!" And then the cops don't believe him, and or believe her, and I think with uh, especially with the guys who run it, like these people who get caught mm-hmm. uh, running it and stuff, it, it has to be like it's the only time in their life. Maybe they're in like a position of power, right? So then they, so feel they like immediately they abuse, abuse it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're that's the only thing that I can kind of try and see is that that might be because it almost always is at least somewhere up the chain. Yeah. I mean, obviously it happens on the ground floor and stuff, but in terms of like, you know, uh, these guys that are higher up, it has to be that. Right? Yeah. At least a part of it. I, yeah. I, and, and plus they're not usually, not everything's like a Crunchyroll Expo where it's like professionally run. Mm-hmm. A lot of these are just like a couple of people that are in a club. Right. And then sometimes it blows up. Yeah, then, or they can't screen everyone, you know? takes a lot of work to do that you're already doing this for free you're probably not making any money off it yeah and if you got thousands of people in terms of like con goers i mean you can only do so much with that guy you know especially i could see it just being something where they got a doctor's note and some guy who's probably a volunteer not making any money is probably just like yeah all right whatever just like get out of my face go in yeah it's like oh do i face backlash from people that might think or people that have been sexually harassed or do i face backlash from the uh autism spectrum community yeah that's like you get into this is... whole like, like like this guy handled the best way he could mm-hmm. you know what i mean because that according to the story he was going to have a chaperone who was his girlfriend i guess it's insane yeah. but the most important thing about this is just because someone dresses a certain way and mm-hmm. it's a kink that you're into doesn't give you the right especially men in particular mm-hmm. to get sexually advanced uh, to decide you want to sexually harass people no it's not, not an invitation. Not. Anybody can dress any way they want. Sure. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, don't. Uh, yeah. It's just. It's just disgusting. Just don't do that shit. Like, there's no reason to. Right. Rethink. Think. Always ask yourself three times whether or not you should do it. Yeah. Or put yourself in that position right. too. Like reverse the roles, and you go, "Hey, is would I be comfortable with doing something like this?" Yeah. Most of the time, you're probably going to be like, "No." Right. And then don't do it. I mean, that's just. It's just a, a, just the way to go about it. Like, don't I don't know. Yeah, one of the the disturbing things about it, and we were just at Dover Comic Con, which is much smaller, but mm. 
is that you know most of the people that are dressed up in these cosplays are well under 16 years old yeah like some were legit like middle school kids united right. states you know 11 yeah kids children like just because it looks like a character from a tv show doesn't mean I, I, I mean you need professional help right yeah you definitely need something yeah Anyway, do we have anything lighter to bring no, this up? I do. We do. Well, we have listener <laughs> questions. We're going to go into okay, listener questions. Right. So anyway, don't be better, people. Yeah, be better. That's going to be like a, this. Should be your new sign off. Yeah. I feel like we said that last. Be better. Yeah, be Gambate. better. That's what's going to be for now on. Combate. Try your best. Combate. Yeah. Forget about Sayonara. Everybody can say that. Combate. So we have listener questions. We've got a couple. Oh, yeah, we do. All right. Yeah, a couple. Uh, People sent us messages. One of them was about uh, Junji Ito, which I think I addressed when we were talking about Junji Ito okay. stuff, so we don't talk about it again. Did you get a text? No, I didn't get a text, thank God. <laughs> I turned my phone off this week. It's good. It's a good way to be. My leg hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Send, your, send us questions on Instagram and Twitter or email us at newtaku2019 at gmail.com, and we will read them on the air. Now, we talked about this last week, and I just talked about it earlier. But the question is, what do you guys think of Netflix giving He-Man, Kevin Smith a He-Man show? Now, we didn't necessarily address this particular, particular question. Yeah, so. sure. So, so, Frank, I'll let you go first. For me, I mean, I actually really like Kevin Smith. He's, uh, I'm a fan of his work, you know. Uh, I've liked his comics. I generally like most of his movies. So, I, I'm not a He-Man person, though. I've never really got into that. But then again, it was a little bit, um, you know, kind of uh, before my time. So will I give it a chance? Probably. Just because Kevin Smith in my head carries enough weight for me to at least check out the first issue or two. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. He's always get, he's always got something kind of neat going on. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with Kevin Smith's films. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid of the 80s, I loved He-Man. Right. He-Man, now, if you go back and watch it, unless you have that nostalgia or you're watching it for kids' value, it's a kid's show, so it's kind of silly at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even caught, I guess in the early 2000s, there was like a reboot of Masters of the Universe, mm. and it was on Cartoon Network, and I watched some of that with my daughter, and we were into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Check it out. I mean, once again, our only problem is just slapping anime on it. Yeah. Well, but besides that, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give this cartoon show a shot. Yeah, this cartoon, this cartoon television show, yeah. this Netflix original yeah. cartoon, animated cartoon show. Uh. <laughs> There's a million other things you can yeah, call it besides yeah. anime. Okay, this is a question I think is directly directed to me. Okay, All right. here we go. I just started Evangelion on Netflix. Always wanted to. Always meant to. Finally happening. Loving it. Loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yep. As sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> However, some folks online and in the real world are telling me that the Netflix version is no good. What are your thoughts on that? I heard the sorry, 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 sorry. That's okay. I heard the OG end credit songs. Kind of bummed about that, but the piano thing is cool. Should I watch the original before going further? And uh, he she is up to episode thirteen, the Mm -hmm. Ritzko episode. You've watched. I have. Yes. Uh, I can do this without spoiling it at all. I think there's a mosquito in your house. <laughs> there is one. There is one. Yeah, I saw it like flying around, and I wanted to go and hit I'm, it. I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> or it's thirsty, and it <laughs> finds me delicious. Um, yeah, I think I could definitely do this without uh, spoiling. So, uh, to 
first point, uh, clarify for those who haven't watched yet, the Netflix version is the original. It's just remastered, redubbed, resubtitled, and the ED has changed. So there are differences if you watched it, the original. Sure. My advice to anyone watching anything they feel uh, they may or may not be interested in is, in is going clean, going with your own mindset, and do not listen to what people in comment sections or haters in the real world mm -hmm. want to say. It's up to you, whatever you like. Some things people like, some people don't. Frank and I argue about, we talked, to, well, we didn't argue. We talked about Muppets earlier, okay? I mean, not everybody's going to like everything. So watch on your own, form your own opinion. I said that when this came out. Form your own opinion about it. Also, gatekeeping is a real thing. It's definitely a real yeah. thing. The original better. This is an updated version. It's for new audience, for new fans, new era of fans, with admitted uh, from multiple people around the globe more accurate subtitles. So that's another problem. See, I'm trying not to touch on specifics about it. So if you have listened to Neon, or watched Neon Genesis Evangelion and you've watched it all the way through, and I'd say, well, you're not addressing that one thing mm -hmm. that's a big thing on the internet. I'm doing that for a reason. Also, I love the new ED. It's just Ray's theme, and it adds a level of depression at the end of the show. In the original, it was Fly Me to the Moon, which was recorded by different, all different voice actors and different performers on every episode. And it kind of like had a uh, weird, absurd contrast to the story as it goes along. But I think Ray's theme being the piano piece at the end is more appropriate for the show, especially with such an uh, like upbeat and go get them uh, OP. Yeah, I, I, having not watched the one with, you know, Fly Me to the Moon, I will say that the ED is definitely haunting. At yes, yeah. I get pissed that it, no, again, Netflix with the auto skip. I'm going to run and make sure it doesn't yeah, skip. Yeah, you got to go up to the top left and hit the. <gasps> yeah. oh, oh, don't skip. Don't do it. All right, here's my final advice on people on iffy or if people are telling you one's better than the other, or whatever. Watch both. Mm. So finish the Netflix version, watch the originally aired version. And of course, watch the whole series all the way through. And I gave this advice before. If my advice for people watching this for the first time, watch the original series, watch it all the way through. You can skip death and rebirth. It's just a retelling of the show. And then give yourself a week and prepare yourself for End of Evangelion because it's a fucking watch, man. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Then you'll want to watch the whole, then you'll probably want to watch the whole thing again. So go find the original somewhere. Yeah, no, that's perfect advice. I mean, if you enjoyed it the first time, then why not go see it original? To, yeah, the original cut of it. Yeah, sure. And honestly, it's not that much different. There's just small things. Actually, the originally aired one, I believe there's an episode that's one of my favorite episodes that was edited for the original ep airing that is in complete form in the Netflix version, hmm. which is much more jarring. So, yeah, that's my advice for anyone. But I hope I was able to answer your questions about that. Hmm. All right, here's something that we can both participate in, Frank. Okay, let's go. What are you guys' top 10 anime? Okay, so I think we should just, since there's 10 is a lot. Yeah, 10 we'll is a lot. just cut down to series. Okay. We'll do series. And I'll do films, because I know Frank hasn't watched as many of the films, but... No. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I can do top five. Go ahead. And they're not in any particular order. And obviously, sorry, just as a uh, note, you know, this is personal preference. This has nothing to do with... 
we think our opinion is better than others. You like whatever you want. If you think like something that's lowly ra- low ranked on my anime list right. is your favorite, it's because it resonated with you, and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Um, mine in particular is just it has meaning to me and some of these i will even admit um so i have you know pokemon which is like was my gateway as a child and then Yu-Gi-Oh, which is two now the pokemon one kind of stands up the original series i've watched it semi recently the Yu-Gi-Oh one does not it's right. like one of those things like we're uh, definitely rose colored glasses but you know it, it it shaped me a little bit as a nerd so that makes it dragon ball is the other one so those are like my childhood ones yeah. Uh, my fourth one would probably be Death Note. Okay. And then uh, Attack on Titan. And those two are kind of my re-entry into anime. So that's kind of the, that would be probably my top five. Yeah, and Attack on Titan's still going. So, yeah, exactly. You know, so, And I'm enjoying it. Might be like, you know, top of your list one. To, yes. I'm all over the place because I've been watching for so long with my list. So uh, in no particular order. Like top to bottom, Mirai Nikki, which I've recommended to you over and over again, which mm-hmm. we're going to watch as a retro. I watched it again recently. That show was so fucking good. All right, let's let's make it a retro. Let's it's, go. You know, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I've praised for my entire existence since watching it. Space Battle Battleship Yamato, uh, Steins Gate, which I only just watched recently. I love that show. Yeah, Steinsgate is really Steinsgate good. Steinsgate is really good. Yeah. Then again, I could have made this 10, but I just threw together the ones, you know, maybe freshness has a lot to do with mm-hmm. it. Uh, Monica Magica, which we are going to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Dimension Fortress Macross, which is a little dated at this time, but it has a special place in my heart. And something that a lot of people forget about, Gundam Wing, and how good the Gundam Wing was. Like the original? No, Gundam Wing, not Gundam. Mobile Sloop Gundam. Oh. Yeah, Gundam Mobile Sloop Gundam's the original. Oh. Gundam Wing. I love Gundam Wing. Yeah. yeah, pretty boys, flying robots. It checks all your boxes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even care about that. Like the robots are secondary. It's all about the the pretty boys pretty doing boys, kung fu yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. Now with films and OVAs, uh, no order. Uh, I'd say Akira, Ghost in the Shell, uh, Ninja Scroll, or Jubei Nimpucho. Uh, Perfect Blue, which I saw mm. with my took my daughter to see it, and Kimino Nawa, Your Name, which I praised over and over again. I love that film somebody's watched a little bit more than the other person i think yeah, yeah. I've, i have more movies but i just wanted to go with some ones that were like fresh in my mind i didn't yeah. want to start like best anime movies no. and then start looking through the list and being like oh i saw that one i really like that one. Oh, I saw that so one. that's really kind like of that. the hard thing with doing yeah. any sort of list like this in general i find is yeah. that the fresh ones are always going to kind of be like oh man i just watched that that was awesome like that's going to be on the top of my list but right. it's it's fresh it's new yeah it's, it's brand you new know what i mean yeah. it's the shiny like will object. you go back and watch it in like a couple of years because you're like i really like that show let me check it out again yeah you definitely have to step back and be like do i is this really or is it just you know i'm just hyped on it right yeah. now and if I was to say any of these shows are masterpieces, like I don't know if they're necessarily masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Evangelion is, in my opinion. Yeah, that's uh, your that's your number one. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I don't know if it's number one or not because it depends on my, like it's a pretty deep show, so it's, yeah. it depends on how I feel about it. Hmm. So thanks for the questions, guys. Yes, we. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. We got lots of them this week, and I love them. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, um, if you want to reach out to us and ask us questions you can send them to us on instagram and twitter or email us at newtaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them all on the air yeah or at least reference them in our stories mm-hmm. yeah okay you got anything else no i want to kill this mosquito so <laughs> i definitely feel like i'm getting eaten alive yeah it's uh, the island of the giant insects oh no 
Next week, we have a retro episode. We're going to do the 2011 series Poila Magi Madaka Magica. Frank's never seen it. Nope. This is his first time watching. If you want to watch it along with us at home, it's available on Hulu and Crunchyroll. It's only 10 episodes, so you should be able to bang it out along with us this week if you have some free time, because mm. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. Get caught up on your stories. I'm all caught up on my stories. I watched Vindland Saga this morning. Yeah? Huh? Let's not start I'm that again. I'm all caught up? Yep. All right. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Let's kill some mosquitoes. All right. Let's Thanks go. for joining us this week. And once again, uh, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions and requests. Our email is Nutaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about some of them on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I am Frank. And Gambate. Gambate. Do your best.